Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Here, from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland, with your host, Tiffany Anton, Director of Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hi, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with Biz Foundry, and I have Tatum Hill Interiors in today. So, Tatum Hill with Tatum Hill Interiors. Hi, Tatum. Hi. Thank you for coming in. Happy to be here. Um, so let's start off with why interiors? Why interiors? Um, I think when I, I think people who are creative brains are always going to be creative brains. And mm-hmm. I have always been my, since I was a little girl, I have always wanted to um, style things, decorate things, um, put things together and make them beautiful. And were you like the kind that had like the, the bedspread that matched the yes. curtains that matched yes. the lamp the... and and love to since I was little love and, to and so you are you grew up in Livingston yes and so um, I think that that interior design decorating is I'm I'm a northerner mm-hmm. so I think that's a little bit more of a southerner kind of thing okay do, do you think your mom was like that too yes she definitely had the, I would definitely say I got those parts of her she um could paint and was a very talented painter and so I loved um, to sit with her and watch her do that. Um, and she loved to pull things together like, oh, we found this treasure. Let's, where can we use this in our house? You know, Mm -hmm. um, thrift stores and antique stores, or when we'd go to Dillard's or anywhere, she and I were just always like, oh, I bet we can make a room out of this or she and so I and it wasn't like oh I just like this piece and it doesn't match anything else it was like okay this piece and then let's like do the whole thing uh-huh. all around it uh-huh. around it and that yeah. can be anything and I tell people that all the time you have to have some sort of jumping off point that can be that can, that can be anything it can be a piece of fabric and that's mm-hmm. that's where we start and that's what you you build on and you build that whole thing mm-hmm. so as a girl as a, a young girl mm-hmm. um did you think that you were gonna be in doing interior design work or what what was your you know dream as little Tatum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what are you going to be when you grow up what mm-hmm. was the answer I always said mommy isn't that funny <laughs> I did um when I was in kindergarten they had little bears draw what you want to be when you grow up and I drew um a bear holding little bears with a vacuum cleaner and like an apron on I said I want to be a mom that's what I wanted to be yeah and so honestly um as I was going as I was growing up I thought um it would be my dream to have my own store. I always, I didn't really know what I wanted it to be, but I was like, I want to own my own something and like be the boss and make it beautiful and make it a place where like when people come in, they're like, Oh, I feel good in here. You know, I didn't know what I wanted it to be. Um, and then when I went to college, um, I went to Carson Newman in Jefferson city, Tennessee, and they had, um, a design program, but it wasn't a, um, a, a, you know, wide range of classes that you could take that I felt like would really, really, um, like curate my, um, design talents and abilities. So I kind of went the business route instead thinking if I do want to own my own business one day, these business classes will always be beneficial. Of course. Accounting, you know, I say that a lot to, um, entrepreneurs is that, you know, you can have your passion, but you, that doesn't mean that you necessarily know how to run a business. Hundred percent. And so, um, I think that's really smart mm-hmm. in college. Is like you knew interior design, you have the eye for it, you have the passion for it. Um, but those business classes, mm-hmm. I'm sure, have come in pretty handy. Very handy. And I'm so glad that I went that direction because those are things, things and tools and classes I use every day, mm-hmm. um, in running a business. And I and I got my um, minor in marketing, and so loved marketing classes. And um, marketing is just such a great way 
to um, get yourself out there and get your business out there. So, so when you left for Carson Newman, mm-hmm. um, did you come back to Cookville area right away? No, we lived in Knoxville for a year. Got married right out of college, and we lived in Knoxville for a year. I actually, and I don't know how many people know this, but I went to cosmetology school in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. So my, if if I'm being like candid here, um, that's it's a safe space. Yeah, my goal was to. I mean, my goal in my head was I kind of have these dreams and aspirations for myself, but. I do know that I want to be a mom and my mom stayed at home. And I think I thought I would just do that. That was something that felt natural to me. So I kind of based my career on what can I do until I have kids. Mm -hmm. And so cosmetology was another way to be creative for me. And I knew that I had always, you know, been that friend who did our other friends hair for prom and things like that. Always enjoyed it again, creative and how can I make something? And design, like, I mean, you yeah. design yeah. hair. And it really wasn't a lot of like cutting or things. I just like to take it and make it pretty, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, Which is what you do in people's homes. <laughs> correct, exactly. Correct. Right. So I had that, I had that thought that maybe this is the direction I should go, which felt funny to go four years to college and then turn around and go to cosmetology school for 11 months. For me, it just, I remember feeling funny about that. Like, did I waste my degree? And I didn't. I think it was wonderful to do that. And so excited that I um, that I went that route um, because I did cut hair for seven years uh, mm. and it was it was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it very, very much. Um, were you did you were you working for somebody else at that time or were you did you have your own place? No, I was working for somebody else. Well, I. I rented a chair um, at the so, Ritz which, here in Cookville. Which is a little bit of both. You kind of get that entrepreneurship. Own, mm-hmm. um, Ownership. But, and, yeah. but then you are you kind of have a boss that does some marketing help for mm-hmm. you and stuff like that. So that's kind of a neat um, aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I just think entrepreneurship can look very different in very different mm-hmm. um, avenues. And it was a great place for me to start, honestly, in being, being my own boss. Because it wasn't a ton of responsibility, but it was enough for me. Um, we moved back to cook. So I went to school while we were in Knoxville and then we moved back to Cookville. I started working at the Ritz and, um, I worked there for uh, six or seven years and really enjoyed it. And while I was working at the Ritz, um, it was like, um, still doing that decorating sort of, and it mainly at the time was just decorating. There was no like design behind it. Um, it was just like my friend who had a baby nursery and I've got these things. What can I do with them? And I'd go in and rummage through their garage or maybe we can spray paint this or maybe we can so were you just doing this as like a hobby Mm -hmm. or were you just consulting were you charging anybody anything you were just just for free working a lot for free Uh working a whole (laughs) lot for free yeah and I remember like trying to figure out how to sew one day like I was like I'm gonna get I borrowed a sewing machine I try to figure out how to sew drapes for somebody somebody that I think I think still has them um that I gave I gave them to them and I'm like oh gosh I should go back all these years later and like fix that because <laughs> it wasn't great what do you think makes you um puts that drive in you to just figure it out where does that come from I don't know um I do think you know I've got two younger sisters all three raised by the same parents and raised the exact same way and we are all three so different so like the things that like drive us forward and things um are are they're just so different and, Mm -hmm. you know, being raised exactly the same. So I think some things are you're, you're born with, you're born with certain drives and, um, and for sure, a hundred percent, I believe that the Lord gives you talents and gifts and it's up to us to figure out how to use those, you Mm -hmm. know, how to use those talents and gifts also to bring glory. And so sometimes I do struggle with like, um, am I being super materialistic and like caring about material things that don't really matter? But in the same in the same breath, I have um, found a lot of joy in my job because I love to be at home 
I, I enjoy feeling safe in the space that I live in. And ultimately, that is what I want people to feel. I want them to be able to walk into their house and be like, oh, I'm so glad that I live here. Mm-hmm. Um, or it feels like me. Well, and, and part of um, being able to utilize your talents to the best of your ability is just pro- being in a great space overall. Mm-hmm. So if you are, your home is not the space that you mm-hmm. want it to be, mm-hmm. you can't really tap into your true mm-hmm. potential um, because you're living in, I mean, so much of your day to day is what you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. whether it's the media that you look at mm-hmm. or just your home and the way, you know, I, I know when my house is picked up and well kept, mm-hmm. it's, I just feel a little your more pep. feels good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you really, um, kind of can tap. So yes, it feel, I, I, I can see where it can feel materialistic at some mm-hmm. points, but then you realize, okay, well I'm, I'm helping these people kind of tap into their resources. And yes. Yeah. And, and, and I love it because it's like, everybody's so different. So it's kind of figuring out who you are and what you like and what's important to you. And so, I mean, I try things out on myself and my sisters all the time. I mean, I'll go over to their houses and say like, I've had a stressful day and they'll be like, do you want to decorate my Christmas tree? Or do you want to, (laughs) do you want to move somebody's room around? And I'll go in there and just start moving stuff around or like, I brought some, you know, um, stickable wallpaper. I'm going to put it up in here. And they just let me try whatever. So that's kind of fun too. Um, so a lot of things that I do in people's homes, I've already tried on my own. So when people are like, Ooh, I'm scared of this. Does that really look good? And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. I've tried it before. Like I tried it and it wasn't good. And so, um, let's go back into Mm -hmm. a little bit. So you're doing hair and Mm -hmm. you thought I'm going to do this until Mm -hmm. I stay at home. I have kids Mm -hmm. and, and most of our listeners are women, Mm -hmm. um, a a fairly large amount are, are mothers. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have been so inspired by, um, how women can do it both Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. they can really make motherhood work they can really make building a career work Mm -hmm. and so tell me about Mm -hmm. why you decided to you have fairly young kids still Mm -hmm. um and and you built how long ago did you step out and start tatum hill interiors um see six years ago i would say that i went full-time into it i was at that time i'm pregnant with my daughter and my son was four and I was still cutting hair and I was, I was cutting hair. I had backed off to like two or three days a week, but those two or three days a week were like eight to eight. I mean, they were like, you know, all in doing it. And so it was hard on my hard on my body and being pregnant. And, and then I would also at that point had kind of gotten busy. I had gotten my first client. Someone had called and had gone to a friend's house that I had done her nursery and said, how much do you charge to come out to someone's house? You're like, I don't even know. That, you know that, what I did? I what? said, oh, you know what? I'm in a bad spot. Let me call you right back. And I hung up and I <laughs> called my dad. I said, someone wants to know how I charge. What do I, what do I say? And he said, well, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, 100%. Well, then we should sit down. So I sat down with my husband. He was like, let's figure out what this would look like for you. Mm-hmm. How does this make sense? And then um, there were two people um, in the Sparta area who had been designers for a long, long time that I respected and loved being around. And I went and just with the notepad and questions, what would you do differently if you could do something differently mm-hmm. in starting your career? And what do you think, what are things that I need to know being the age that I am and, you know, learning and trying to step out on my own? And so that was so helpful. So were there me. those mentors um, for you? And I think this is so awesome about this community mm-hmm. is that usually it's not ugh, your your competition. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to help yeah. you. Were they pretty open to They were help? so great. And they were so why great. do you think that is? Um, you know, they were they were older than me. Um, 
quite a bit. And I think they were just thinking like, if I was your age in my twenties and starting again, these are things that I wish I would have done. Yeah. So there was no, like, it was almost like uh, passing the torch sort of a way to pour into Absolutely. you. And, and, mm-hmm. and you always feel better when you're, you know, helping others and mm-hmm. it was a way for them to pour mm-hmm. into you and hopefully, and still do. I mean, there's one lady, she's so dear to me and, um, she still does that. I mean, it's a lot of like coming alongside her and bringing me into certain jobs because I know at some point when she's finished, it's like, um, she's, she helped me along the way or like giving me an opportunity to kind of come in and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's been a great relationship and she's been so sweet in doing that for me. And that was, I do tell young girls who are like, how do you start a career? Like interns that I get mm-hmm. from tech, they're like, how do you step out on your own? Because, you know, in Cookville, um, we're not, you know, super big city, um, Nashville and small towns. So it was one of those things that I was like, how do I do this? You know, like in my town where there aren't lots and lots of of designers and things. So how can I be different? How can I be, um, and teach people what interior design is? Absolutely. That's, absolutely. A, that's I'm sure, um, something that you've had to go through in case you're just joining us. We're listening to powered by her in the Hinson Oakley podcast center. We have Tatum Hill interiors in Tatum Hill with Tatum Hill interiors. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to the question about mm-hmm. motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, so you didn't stop cutting hair when you had Mm-mm. your son in the first place. Mm-mm. No. Um, and, so what what was that decision like? Um, so I, I continued to cut hair after he was born. A lot of juggling. It was a lot of like... Um, why why not just walk away from it? I don't know. That's what was so... I guess that was funny is like I thought I would. And then I enjoyed, I enjoyed working. I enjoyed... I think I'm a better mother because I work. Yes. I am 100%. And it's just funny that I always thought that's what I wanted to do. But do you think that it was... That was supposed to be what you were supposed to uh-huh. want to do is to be a stay at home. Like uh-huh, for the, sure. the societal yeah. uh-huh. pressures of um, mm-hmm. just like that's that's what a good mother looks like. That's what I thought. And I mm-hmm. do struggle with that. I mean, mm-hmm. just I do struggle with that. Some every once in a while we'll have this big talk, my husband and I, and I'll say, am I a bad mom? Because I work because I work a lot and and because I enjoy it. And he's like, no, not at all. It's so good for your kids to see you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we forget as mothers, we forget sometimes that. Just us living our lives mm-hmm. is an example for our kids. Absolutely, And we think we have to be directly pouring into them mm-hmm. instead of just standing tall and standing proud mm-hmm. and living our lives mm-hmm. to the best of our mm-hmm. ability and the God-given talents that mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we forget that, that that's important, too. So important. Um, I think that staying at home is is a wonderful thing Me for too. the people that that works for. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it doesn't. But that's not everyone. Mm-mm. And, and we I'm have to forgive to ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I get to do both. And I think the balance for me is like when I'm home, I try to be home. That's the balance and also the struggle because, you know, with our phones these days, you know, your work is just right there in your pocket all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of learning to like turn it off. And when I'm at home, be at home. And then when I'm at work, be at work. Well, and, and I think that that's kind of the beauty of entrepreneurship as well mm-hmm. is that, um, when you are the boss, mm-hmm. you're the founder of Tatum Hill Interiors, mm-hmm. your name's on the building, um, you get to choose, okay, well, this school field trip is really important. Right. So I'm going to choose to set mm-hmm. that aside and mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to go there. Mm-hmm. Where um, when you're working for the man mm-hmm. or the woman, that's right. um, you don't always get to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the beauty of feeling like you really get to fulfill your um desires as mm-hmm. a mother mm-hmm. but then your desires is to build a career as mm-hmm. well my favorite thing that I do um I volunteer in the art department 
at my kids' school. So it's once a month, and I do art class with them. And it, you know, a creative brain. It feels, I love being in there. I'm like, what are we doing today? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited that we're painting shapes or whatever that we're doing. And it's fun because I love that, and my kids know that, and they both love it. They love to be creative, paint things. They, it's just always been something that's in our home, you know. And mm-hmm. um, my youngest always says, why are you changing things again? And I'll say, I'm just making them better. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. making them better and more fun. So so you're pregnant with your your daughter, mm-hmm. your second child, and you decide, okay, somebody's going to actually pay me money mm-hmm. <laughs> to come mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of, you started Tatum Hill Interiors. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you first start, at least, well, when I first knew of you you were kind of sharing a space mm-hmm. with home core mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. cookville um and then it, it just felt like suddenly you exploded and you got your own mm-hmm. space and then you bought your own building mm-hmm. and you know things mm-hmm. in the past five years i feel like have just exploded for you yeah. um tell me about that so i so I, it was it was a jump it was a jump for me um my husband kept saying, you're going to have to choose. You cannot do both. You're like really stretching yourself too thin to be this person, this person, and mom. You can't do all three. You should choose. And I was so grateful that he said choose because I just felt like I couldn't let something stable go for something that I didn't know if it would work out. It is not. scary to start oh, your dream, right? so scary yes. because you just don't know. Right. And so it's funny. I've, I've moved. This will be my third move on the same street in like five years right. or six years. It's a good street, it's right? A good, we just carry our stuff down those streets. It's so fun. Um, but, you know, it was just like I, I rented half a space, you know, and I started there. And I still tried to like only work three days a week or only be in the store three days a week and be home two days a week. And um, and I'd bring my kids. I remember like, you know, doing emails and like rocking the rocker or the rocking the car seat with my foot, you know, and. Um, so I really did, I really tried to do all the, all the things and it really stretched me thin and made me stressful. So it was like, there's got to be, we need to sit down and figure out a strategy. Do you want to work and how much do you want to work? And if you do, let's figure out some childcare and things like that. And so once we did, it was still never in my mind to hire an employee. I don't know. That's, that's another step you should take in Mm -hmm. your business. But I was like, Oh, an employee, what does that look like? And what does that mean for me? And so I hired my first employee in um, 2016. And were um, you in your own space? I was by in then? my own space. Yes. No, I had my own space. I was like, we got to be open. Got to right. be open at least five days a week. So I'm gonna have to have somebody be in here. I can't be here. They were both. In, no, uh, one was in school and one was still at home. And so I was like, I know I'm gonna have to. I can only be in here a certain amount of time. So I hired my first employee and we learned together. Uh, she and I, I would she would ask me questions. Sometimes I'd be like, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Um, let me call my dad. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So we always laugh. She's like, that's okay. We'll figure it out. So a lot of growing in the last three and a half years. I mean, a lot. And um, a lot of leaps of faith. Well, and, and when you first started by renting a little bit of space mm-hmm. at the home core building, um, again, like I kind of touched on a little bit, you're still teaching people in rural Tennessee mm-hmm. what interior design is. Yes. Yes. And that's a lot. And, you know, and it, what's funny is I think I was learning myself. I knew what it looked like um, in big cities, but I was like, what does it look like here? Like, can can just anybody hire a designer? I wanted that to be true. I wanted it to be like, it can be for anybody. And so I had to figure that out myself, too. Um, and like um, going to trade shows and going and sitting under, under other designers and listening to them talk 
I've learned a lot of what I want to be and what I don't want to be. Um, but it is educating folks about what I do. And so I think once I figured it out myself, like this is who I want to be, because I was trying to be a bunch of different things for a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. And now I and, think. And I've, like you said, it's going to look different in does. Cookville than it does in Nashville. 100%. So you go to a trade show and it's like, well, I can't put, you know, that right. in somebody's house. <laughs> right. Like that that's not what we do in mm-hmm. Cookville. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's helped me to be able to, um, yes, educate people and say, this is kind of what this looks like. Do you think you want this process? And nine times out of 10, they're like, yes, mm-hmm. just didn't know what you did. Mm-hmm. So yes, I want that. And, um, you know, still, still learning a lot of different things, but definitely in the last three years, I've learned more than I have, you know, in the last 10. So, um, it's, um, it's fun. It's fun to grow. It's scary to grow, but it's, it's more fun than it is scary. So then you decided to buy a building, you're yes. renting um, mm-hmm. a space mm-hmm. and then you decided, okay, we're here, mm-hmm. we're doing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. We're going to buy this building mm-hmm. and it's going to be ours. Mm-hmm. So how does that feel to be a building owner? <laughs> it feels good. I mean, right now it feels good because we're about a month out from maybe moving in and it's been a long road, but um, it's been a long road in that, you know, you buy a building and then you're like, okay, I bought this building. But now I have to renovate this building. And so, and what do I want that to look like? And how does this function the best for us and what we're doing? And I'm so glad I, I didn't try to do something like that five years ago because I wouldn't have been ready and I wouldn't have known how we needed to function. And so, you know, waiting that many years to, to pull the trigger on something like this helped me feel more confident and like, this is what I want to be and this is how it can function more in our needs, you know, our need for storage and, um, our need for, um, a design area where I can pull all the samples down together to show someone that was important to me too. Um, and so it was, I felt like I knew better what we wanted because we wait, we waited a while. Because yeah, you, you don't really know when you open the Mm -hmm. first building. I mean, even when you rented the space, um, just, what what it was going to look like mm-hmm. on your day-to-day schedule or what people mm-hmm. were going to do when they came in and all that kind of stuff. So right. um, you've been able to kind of design this mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. So are you going to have a grand opening? And I, I hope to. Um, we will open and then I'll probably wait till I feel like it feels like I want it to before yeah. we do grand opening. But, oh, I would love to. And, you know, just being in the historic part of Cookville, that's so fun for me. And I've been on the street for so long now and I've watched so many things change and watched people come in and um, – I love this area of Cookville. I mean, I love it. I love seeing people walk up and down. And we um, started putting dog bowls out, like of water and oh, stuff in yeah. the summer. And I love people would poke their heads in and say, thank you so much for yeah. having some water out for me. My-, um, my office is right across from um, the Gentleman's Barber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love watching. I know who all gets their hair cut Absolutely. there like, when they uh-huh. you know come out and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I just love the foot traffic me too. from my office window. Of just Me too. It feels so um, good. Yeah, watching all that. So as women, I think sometimes we try to... Um, really stand up tall and put on mm-hmm. this you know we're the, we're strong mm-hmm. nothing so tell me about a time where you didn't feel so strong mm-hmm. and um maybe you thought I'm, I'm this is this not uh, uh, maybe I need to cut and run mm-hmm. I I laugh because um I had an intern um and with me one time and then the girl that I had employed and we'd been in business for a year and I was really starting to feel like this is in the new space so a few years ago I was thinking I'm feeling really good about this I think I figured it out and uh, it was like, you know, two days later, 
kind of got knocked on my feet and I walked in and said, raise your hand if you hate your job. And I, and I raised my hand and they both were like, are you okay? (laughs) I was like, oh yeah. Um, I think it's just like, uh, the first time that I had, I felt like I had good success in presenting, had a very trusting client who was like, go for it, fully trust you. And it was, um, it was pretty easy. I felt like I got, I, she and I were both on the same page the whole time. And I was like, yes, finally, this is how the process is going to work from here on out. And then the very next client, no way. It was like the hardest, I mean, it was the hardest thing. And I felt like it ended in like, I don't think we're the right fit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that this is going to work. And I did not love that. I do not love conflict and I do not love, I, I really, I used to say, I want to do things that make people happy when they leave. So whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that is in my job, I want to do something that makes people happy. You can't do that all the time. It doesn't right. matter what job you have. Right. You cannot please people all the time. And I'd, so I've realized how to handle conflict, how to handle uncomfortable situations. Um, how, do you, how do you get to the point of knowing, okay, it's time to say this mm-hmm. is not a relationship that's going to work. This mm-hmm. is, you know, you're, we're, we're not the right people for each other. I know as women too, um, it's hard to say, this isn't right when you're, that's money walking out the door. Sure. Um, and who knows where other, mm-hmm. where, um, where that's going to spill over into Absolutely. or who that, you know, so how do you, how do you find that strength to pull into yourself and say, okay, I'm okay with letting this walk right. away. I think it was weighing the options of for a long time, I was so scared to let anything mm-hmm. go. And so I definitely did a lot of things on the front end that I feel like, um, cut my legs out from under me or I sold myself short where I didn't believe in myself enough. And I was constantly like, well, yeah, don't worry about that. Or yeah, go. Yeah. I felt like I was just allowing myself to be taken advantage of. Well, and when you start off with (laughs) working for free, volunteering Mm -hmm. with, you know, you start off with friends and family. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's always a fine line when you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, do I, you know, do I charge you? Do I not charge Mm -hmm. you? Um, but then, then you start undermining your worth. You do. Um, because you're like, well, I've, I've done these 10 projects for Mm -hmm. free for Mm -hmm. people because I was related to them or, you know, I needed to get Mm -hmm. something to show my, my talents. Can I really charge X amount of dollars? Am I really worth X Mm -hmm. amount of dollars? Mm -hmm. And, um, so how do you, how do you, and that's hard because sometimes I don't, it, in my mind, I'll say, I am, I'll have to tell myself I am worth that. I am worth that. I do work hard. Um, because sometimes every once in a while that creeps in and you've, somebody will make you feel like you're not worth that or like your time isn't worth anything. And that's what, that's what a designer is. It's, it's our time, our time that people don't see where um, I'm a night owl. So sometimes I will stay up until midnight looking at a lamp or mm-hmm. um, at flooring, or I'll wake up and think, Oh, did I, did I take that measurement right? And that's the first thing I do in the morning is like run out to somebody's house and measure something just to triple check that I got that right. And so it's not wrong on installation day. Um, and I think, I don't know if, I just don't know if people understand that, like that it's just a lot of time. It's a lot of time to make sure that things are right. And, you know, when things look, maybe they look easy from the outside, like, well, anybody could have done that or whatever. They don't really, they don't really realize the time that was put into it on the Well, especially in, um, you know, you, you see the end result and Mm -hmm. it's this beautiful Mm -hmm. space, beautiful room. Everything's real put together and it's like oh well it's just it's pretty so pretty seems like it but then when you think of you know 
people putting makeup on a person, mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's, that can be a large transformation. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing. It's yeah. like, that's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, every little detail mm-hmm. and blending everything correct in, in the makeup sense, uh, blending everything correctly, but that goes into a home as well. hundred percent. And, you know, um, yeah, so it's something that looks beautiful. It, you take one picture and it's like, oh my goodness, wow, that was so pretty. And it's like, but six months before, mm-hmm. you know, we were still... We were still really in the thick of it. It did not look like that. Well, at and all. like you said, you always have some one anchor of something, mm-hmm. and whether your anchor is a lamp mm-hmm. or a whole couch, exactly, you still um, kind of work your magic around whether one thing that it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of put that all together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's sometimes it feels easy to do, and sometimes it feels hard to do. Um, you know, when you're working within a budget, which I love to do, I love when people give me a budget. Um, I like to make things fit and work inside that. Is like, it like more of a mission for you? It to- is. It is feels more like a challenge. It's like, okay, I have to make all these things fit inside this. And I want them to, I want to say in the end, yep, stayed within your budget. Cause that is that yeah. for a lot of men, they love that. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, sometimes getting, you know, um, a female on board, easy to do. Getting a man on board with what I'm doing. Sometimes they're like, whoa, 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 I don't understand. Now, now why is that sofa so much or right, whatever? Right. Why is that? Yeah. Why do these drapes cost so much? But when you can explain that the whole process works together and I can break it down of like, you said to spend this much and I did, they're usually super happy. Yeah. And I gave you a special place to sit, you mm-hmm. know, and they're like, oh, well, that's, that's great. Yeah. So just making all those things work or like, you feel like you've gotten it together, but I've got, oh, this one last thing to find and I only have X amount of dollars to do it in. That might take me four hours to find that one item, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, it all works. It usually all works out in the end. If you had to give one piece of advice to um, female entrepreneurs out mm-hmm. there, what would your one piece of advice be? Oh, man. Um, oh, my one piece of advice. Goodness. I don't want to say something cheesy like believe in yourself, but I really do like know your self-worth, you know, just tell your tell yourself you're worth something and that you can you can do it. And mm-hmm. so, and challenge yourself and do things that make you uncomfortable. Um, you know, I think that's the thing for me is doing things that make me feel uncomfortable also make me feel empowered, you mm-hmm. know? And then I'm like, I did that. Sometimes I'll go home and say, guess what I did today? I had an uncomfortable um, conversation and guess what? It was great in the end. I mean, it like turned out great. Now everybody's on the same page. We're all moving forward. And, but I don't, I usually avoid that Mm-hmm. You know, with every fiber fiber of my being, I'm like, I'm not going to have that uncomfortable situation because it challenges me to get outside of my box. Um, and yeah, take some risks. Yeah, I think that's a big, I mean, risks. that that fear of like, oh, I'm not, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough mm-hmm. um, is, is, especially in women, is very, very mm-hmm. right there. Just mm-hmm. those negative voices. Yeah. So um, how can people find Tatum Hill Interiors aside from? Broad Street. Aside from Broad Street, um, I have a website, TatumHill.com. Um, I just spent some time uh, um, with someone who's really, really good at that and really tried to make my website look like me mm-hmm. and how important that is. The branding of the everything. The branding, yeah. yes. And um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm trying to be better at marketing. Um, because I just, again, put yourself out there, you know, yeah. every time I put something out there, I'm like, Oh, is it good enough? Yeah. Are, pe- are people going to tear it apart? Absolutely. So if people were interested in using your services, mm-hmm. do you do consultations mm-hmm. and they can set, schedule that with you? Mm-hmm. And- I love to do, um, in-store consultations first. We just sit down and that's, that's like, 
no charge to come in and sit down and for us to talk um, about how this process works and what they're looking for. I just like to meet people in a in kind of like a neutral location um, because uh, when they come into the store, they can at least see what I'm all about mm-hmm. as soon as they come in. You mm-hmm. know, my store smells a certain way because we burn a certain candle and, you know, it's all about the feel. We play certain music because we want it to feel a certain way when you come in. And so when you're kind of in that space, it's, I think it's like, oh, okay. I kind of, we either, they either like that vibe or they don't like that vibe. Mm-hmm. And so I like to meet there first. I want them to meet me. I want them to want to work with me as much as I want to work with them. So mm-hmm. I love to do in-store consultations first and then we move from there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. website, TatumHill.com. Mm-hmm. And um, they can look you up. And yeah. thank you for coming in today. Thank you so much. You listen to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. You've been listening to Powered by Her. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. 